My name is Michael Shikitano, and this is Right Here, Right Now, a podcast to inspire the learner inside each of us. In a world that is full of so much information, we will help find and package that information so that you can use it in your lives every day in practical ways. And in each episode, we will remind you of the importance of being present and mindful of your daily thoughts, actions, and interactions. It is truly the most vital step to learning and growth, being mindful and present right here, right now, to take on life's challenges and turn them into life's lessons. So come on this venture with us, a new beginning, a new journey that starts right here, right now. Welcome back, people. I am Michael Shikitano, your host of Right Here, Right Now, the podcast where we take information from psychology and philosophy, spirituality, and the scientific community, and we learn to harness the power of becoming more mindful and present to help experience life's moments with more focus and attention and openness to the world around us, to more fully experience life's moments. I hope that you're doing well while listening and that you have come here with an open mind and an open heart, right? The open mind for learning, the open heart to unlearn, maybe let go of some of the old information that might be holding us back. And it will help make space for new and better concepts and insights. I am so blessed to have been able to create and share this first season of Right Here, Right Now for each of you. This will be the last episode of our inaugural season, and I can honestly share that I had an immensely fun time doing this. I've learned so much. I tapped into a creative mindset and put together something that I am truly proud of. And most importantly, I hope that I inspired each of you to slow down, be present, be mindful, and maybe ignited a spirit of learning and growing on our paths to becoming better people. So, of course, I will begin this last episode of the season with a quote. This one is from Marjorie Pay Hinckley, who is a writer, and she says, The trick is to enjoy life. Don't wish away your days waiting for better ones ahead. The grand and the simple. They are equally wonderful. I love it. So I shared this quote on my family group text with my wife and my boys, daily words of inspiration for all of us. Sometimes I share from my mind, my heart, sometimes from a philosopher or writer, sometimes both. So I sent this on one of their last days of classes, seventh and ninth grade for my boys. And I added to the quote my own words. Good morning to my beautiful family. Be present and enjoy every moment of today without worry of tomorrow or regret of yesterday. Have a great day today and do great things today. I love you guys very much. So if you've been following, you know I do this daily. And really, when I was writing this, it got me thinking about what 
other people's perception of being mindful and being present means and really what it might mean on a daily basis from moment to moment. I I just think simply the message that I shared with my family and I'm sharing with you, of course, right here, right now, is that we can shift our mindset into the present moment if we adhere to this concept. It's simple, not easy, right? Enjoying each moment, being mindful of each moment, experiencing each interaction, feeling each emotion without the clutter or interference of worry or regret. And most of this first season in each episode, I really have tried to focus on how we can practice being more mindful and present in our daily activities, our daily moments. But as I was listening to some podcasts and reading a few books and articles coming across various quotes, thinking about all of these wonderful sources of information, I was a little concerned that some of us might take this to the extreme. What do I mean by this? I mean that some of us may have some trepidation about looking forward or looking back at the expense of being present in the moment, in the here and now, right here, right now. And I think that sometimes that might get us caught up a little bit, especially on our journey. We know it's a journey. It's really never a a final destination for any of this mindfulness practice. And I really want to finish this first season and wrap up some of my thoughts and my concepts that I've delved into with something that I was inspired to get closer to and be more connected to. And it is related to thinking about the time travel that we let our minds wander off and do. And to come up with some sort of a more practical concept of mindfulness in the here and now, and what exactly that means for each of us. And I came up with this thought of maybe it's a continuum of our mindfulness related to how much time we spend in the present, the past, the future. Interesting here, right? How much time we are spending in a certain state of time. It's sort of a a little meta, right? This meta mindfulness being mindful of our mindfulness, maybe, right? And I want to share an excerpt from a book. The book is Zen and the Art of Happiness by Chris Prentice, and he's sharing with us thoughts on the mindfulness and the aspects of mindfulness. And he writes, we imagine an endless future stretching out ahead of us and an endless past stretching out behind. We believe that where we exist is the moment we call now, a moment that is a tiny hairline separating the future from the past. In actuality, the reverse is true. All there is and was and ever will be is an endless now. Is it not always now? The wise ones understand this truth. This moment we call now is all that exists. And this is beautiful, it's profound, it's really deep. However, it may be too much for some of us to even comprehend. I know I read this over and over and struggle with it. And maybe it's too extreme for us to practice or even aspire to. So if you're having trouble conceptualizing this, I know I am, and we'll kind of talk through this a little bit in this episode. And I'll explain how I feel this may help us with our mindfulness practice and how I came to think about it 
more. And that's what it's about, reflecting on it a little bit more. So there's plenty of research and spiritual practice that tells us the benefits of mindfulness. And we know that we should spend most of our time being mindful in the present moment. But we can't neglect the utility of looking ahead, right, in a healthy way. And we would call that maybe planning or preparing. And we certainly must be able to look back a little bit in time, I think, again, in a healthy way. And we call this reflection or contemplation. And certainly without doing these things, it would not be possible to know what we would be doing tomorrow and plan for what needs to be done in the future. And undoubtedly, it would be near impossible to learn and grow and evolve without some level of reflection on past events. So this mindfully present philosophy, living in the right here, right now moments, is vital to learning and growth through healthy reflection, as well as the practicality of planning and preparing through projection to plan for the future and learn from our past. The mindfully present selves that we bring to each moment allows us to have the attention and focus on what we can control in the here and now to better prepare for the future and more thoughtfully and constructively reflect on the past and where we might get ourselves in trouble or caught up a bit is that there might be an obsession with past events and we might call that rumination right unhealthy and we may begin to perseverate about what the future may hold and we might call that a great source of anxiety So again, mindfulness and being present right here, right now, is not an absolute state that is possible or even expected of our human mind. In fact, we know through our practice of mindfulness just how difficult it can be to get to the present and stay there, stay here. Know and be sure that like so many other things we strive for, people, it is the journey and the practice that makes us better to live a more fulfilled life. And we must be careful to not get caught up in worrying or ruminating, though. These are the extremes. So that these things, they'll steal our attention away from the present, a present moment that truly needs the healthy time travel along this continuum. Being more mindful in our present moments allows us to notice when we might be delving into an obsession with the past, dwelling on past events and replaying them over and over with no impact on life's experiences, or an obsession with the future, worrying so much that we're stricken with apprehension, fear even. And the key is being more mindful of this mindfulness. This is where it gets a bit meta, right? And it's in the noticing or awareness of our mind's focus and attention that allows us to minimize the intensity of rumination or forecasting and maximize our presence. And how might we know that we're spending too much time at the extremes of our continuum? I believe that it is when the thoughts, those mental time travel moments, When those things lead to our inability to take action, a paralysis, if you will, a stuckness, similar to the concept that we talked a bit about and how it relates to the healthy pursuit of nostalgic feelings, I think that's when we'll have to wake ourselves up a bit 
when we feel like we're stuck and it becomes increasingly difficult to notice you are no longer in the present moment when you spend more time away from it and when you are further in time from it. Let me repeat that. It becomes increasingly difficult to notice you are no longer in the present moment when you spend more time away from it and when you are further in time from it. This is the concept. This is that continuum that I'm talking a little bit about. And this is a concept that helps me every day to be more mindful and present. So this concept of right here, right now is a place in time and how much time we spend there or here really, right? So there's a healthy jumping back in time, reflecting on maybe something that happened a day or two ago, and we think about how we could have performed better at work or at home, or maybe how we could have shown up better for a friend or family member that needed us. And we don't ruminate, and we don't spend every moment thinking about what we could have done or should have done, but we learn because we can reflect on what we need to do next time. And we move back to our present moment, maybe taking this lesson to the present moment to be better right here, right now. And and follow along here. I know this might get a little bit confusing. Maybe if we're mindfully present in that moment a day or two ago, the looking back or reflecting on what we could have done better will be easier. And we will need to revisit that moment less often and spend less time there. We won't need to constantly replay those moments. So being more mindfully present in each of our moments may help to prevent the proclivity to ruminate on past events. There's a question mark there, people. So it's not just simply trying to be more present for the sake of being present. It is that we may not need to go back in time as often or as intensely. And Lao Tzu put this beautifully when he said, the world is won by those who let it go. Because being mindfully present will allow us to digest the lessons, reflecting on them more fully, again, with an open mind, open heart, helping us to realize the senselessness of rumination. And being more mindful and present in each of our moments will allow us to have more confidence and reach a level of satisfaction with each of our moments that we may realize that there is no need to worry about the future and what it may hold for us. This mindful mindset reminds us that we must attempt to be in control of our present moments or at the very least become aware that how we respond to these moments right here, right now is the only thing that we are truly in control of, right? Our attitude and our actions. Sure, these present moments, they impact our future states. We know this, but this is all the more reason that we must show up for our present moments. So being more mindfully present in each of our moments may help to prevent the seemingly senseless need or urge to worry about what our future might bring. Right, another question mark. So again, it's not just simply trying to be more present for the sake of being present. 
It is that we should put less energy into the leaping ahead into the future as often or as intensely as we might, realizing, again, the senselessness of a potential source of anxiety. What have we learned about anxiety? What do we know about anxiety? I feel like it's like hoping for the worst to come true. It doesn't make sense. Our minds are set up and built to do that. We must be aware of that. So how do we do this? How can we notice more of where our mind is in time? And how can we help to notice when we need to come back to the present moment? And how can we be better at getting back here and staying here? Before we collectively think about this, I want to share with you a concept that I came across while preparing for this episode. Again, from the wonderful little book, Zen and the Art of Happiness, Chris Prentice, he tells us in his book that the more you engage in any type of emotion or behavior, the greater your desire for it will become. This is his approach to help explain what addiction might be and what being depressed might look like and what having these reinforced patterns in our bodies and minds does to us over time. His theory is that as we make new cells throughout our body, billions every minute, the state that we are in when those cells are being created, right, which is really nothing more than chemicals floating all around, the state that we're in is what our new cells are looking for when they get created. And it may be difficult to comprehend, but I think it's an elegant way to tell us that we get stuck. And all I'm saying here is that we can get unstuck from our less than optimal states by first noticing and then acting, taking action to do something different. And what is that popular quote that I see? It goes around a lot. I don't think it's attributed to anyone. If you want to be someone you never were before, you'll have to do something you've never done before. And it is in the profound and sometimes difficult practice of interrupting these cycles with some sort of action. And the most effective way to begin to break the less than optimal cycle is with a deliberate and mindful breath. Seriously, one breath at the right moment, with the right intention, with an improved and open mindset, can change how you are speeding through life's moments with little regard for the mindfulness. The here and now is passing you by, and we hardly notice. And couple this simple practice with getting up and get moving, simply go for a walk, Get on your bike, lift some weights, whatever it is that you can or want to do to get your body moving. I think it works best if you're out in nature so you can be in awe a bit of the world around us. I think it's simple, but I think it will help break those cycles, get you moving, get you doing, and the mindfulness and noticing and being aware of what's happening around you starts there. And guess what? You may be on your way to building new and more optimal and pleasant cycles where your body and mind will crave the calming sense of being more mindful and present to better experience all of life's moments, savoring the good and being less judgmental about the not so good. And this will allow each of us to get a better sense of when we'll need to hop into our mental time machines, looking back for the lessons and taking these lessons 
to and through each of our present moments to help better prepare for our future. And of course, we must begin doing this one breath at a time, right here, right now. Thank you so much for your support and encouragement and loyalty in following the show. I am truly grateful to each and every one of you and blessed to be able to share with each of you. And since we were calling this the first season and the final episode of our first season, that must mean there's going to be a second season. And I look forward to working on so many ideas and thoughts and insights to share with you in just a few months. Look out for some information coming soon on what we're working on for each of you. And who knows, maybe I'll be inspired to create an episode, a surprise bonus episode. Those are always fun. Thank you all for joining us right here, right now. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time right here, right now.